Welcome to the Washington Union Alliance Church Podcast, an archive of our recorded sermons. We're a Christian and Missionary Alliance Church located in Newcastle, Pennsylvania. For more information, go to wuac.org. Over the last month, we've been exploring seven transformational qualities that the Apostle Peter encouraged believers to add to their foundation of faith to live a more effective, productive Christian life. This morning, we're going to continue with perseverance. Now, if you're like me, when you're going through a sermon series, now I know Pastor Landon did a great job of a different series. I don't know how long they lasted, but for me, when I get past four or five weeks, I'm beginning to think, oh, when are we going to be done? So persevere, persevere with me. Uh, When I think of someone who perseveres, I think of people who keep on going even when it's very hard to continue. Uh, People who just won't give up or quit. So as we dig in, let's review Peter's exhortation to us in 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 2 to 14, if you would turn there in your scriptures. Grace and peace be yours in abundance through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. His divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of him, him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Through these, he has given us his very great and precious promises so that through them you may participate in the divine nature and escape the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness, knowledge and to knowledge, self-control and to self-control, perseverance and to perseverance, godliness and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But if anyone does not have them, he is nearsighted and blind and has forgotten that he has been cleansed from his past sins. Therefore, my brothers, be all the more eager to make your calling and election sure, For if you do these things, you will never fall and you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I will always remind you of these things, even though you know them and are firmly established in the truth you now have. I think it is right to refresh your memory as long as I live in this tent of this body, because I know that I will soon put it aside as our Lord Jesus Christ has made clear to me. Peter uh, felt that soon he would be passing on, but he wanted to remind them again and again and again of the importance of what we've been studying, uh, these seven transformational qualities. We remember that the clear and solid foundation of Christian life is personal faith in Jesus. Faith is the foundation. And building on the foundation of faith, Peter instructs us to diligently embrace our walk with Christ by intentionally leaning into goodness or virtue, choosing to do those things which are good and right. Virtue chooses the good. 
And then on top of that goodness, we are to intentionally add knowledge, especially knowledge of what is right and proper as shown to us in God's word, the Bible. As we saw last week, getting more knowledge is a great thing, but we must not only know what to do, we have to then do it. Uh, We must take action and do it. Leaning into self-control, we say yes to what is right and no to what is not. We say yes to God and no to sin and give ourselves to God. When you hear the word perseverance, that's where we come today after that self-control. We've chosen to do what is good. And now Peter challenges us uh, to keep on doing the good things to persevere in our life of faith. So today's quality to embrace is perseverance. And when you think of perseverance, what comes to your mind? What does perseverance look like? Have you seen huge Lego Star Wars kits like the one our grandson Josh is displaying here? Uh, This particular kit is an Imperial TIE fighter with 432 pieces to put together. Very tiny pieces. Uh, I wish I'd taken a picture of all the little pieces before Josh started his assembly. These photos show some of the progress he had made in an hour and a half, uh, and he's about three quarters of the way finished. Assembling such an intricate kit requires patience, perseverance, and good vision. He allowed me to be helping him, and he said I could find him the pieces he needed, and then later he said, you can go out and play with the girls uh, while I finish up because my eyes were having a hard time seeing those tiny pieces he needed. Perseverance. I persevered. I stayed there. He wanted me out, but I was there. (laughs) I stayed. But I let him pick up the pieces. Uh, Perseverance. Vine's Expository Dictionary says that perseverance means to bear up courageously under trial. Uh, Webster's says that perseverance is continued effort to do or achieve something despite difficulties, failure, or opposition. That definition reminds me of the old, old saying, and I'm going to have you finish it for me. If at once you don't succeed, try, try again. Don't give up. Keep moving forward. Uh, I like to say that perseverance is to keep on keeping on. So keep on keeping on. Let me pose a multiple choice question to you, and it will have four possible answers, and I want you to respond. So how long does it take to create or form a new habit? How long does it take to create or form a new habit? Four choices. A, 21 days. B, 66 days. C, 254 days, or D, forever. Okay, let me, let me give you the choices again. This is how long does it take to create or form a new habit. 21 days, 66 days, 254 days, or forever. Okay, how many A's? All right, how many B, 64, or 66? Okay, we've got a few 66ers. Uh, How about 254 days? Wow, none? How about forever? (laughs) 
Okay, there's more for forever. But A was our number one choice there. According to a 2009 study published in the European Journal of Social Psychology, it takes from 18 to 254 days for a person to form a new habit. Uh, now, we didn't have 18 as a choice. We did have 254, but the study concluded that on average it takes 66 days. So B was probably the one we were looking for. Uh, 66 days for a new behavior to become automatic. Uh, to develop a new habit requires what? Perseverance. We have to keep at it. We have to keep doing. And even if, I, I used to hear if you do something for 21 days, that's where that 21 probably came from, that it would be a habit. Uh, and sometimes it didn't seem to always work. So maybe I needed the 66 or the 254, or some would say forever. Uh, what are, let's think about perseverance a little bit differently. I want to think about some actions or activities that we might do that don't really require much perseverance, much effort. Uh, think about that and, and shout out something to me. What doesn't take perseverance? Maybe like uh, a box, open box of chocolate candy. Does that take perseverance? Not too much, right? We can jump right in if you like chocolate. Uh, there are a few rare people who don't. What are some other examples of the things that are so easy we don't have to persevere? Sleep. Some people have to lay there a while to go to sleep, though. Persevere for that. Okay, what else? Watching TV. Binge watching. When I was a kid, that was not a, such a thing. But now with streaming, you can watch and keep going on the same things over and over and over. What else? What? A drink. Drinking? Drinking something? All right. Now, on the reverse side, uh, I, I want to mention that we have some friends. Uh, it's a pastor who just retired, but he and his wife uh, used to go on a summer ice cream tour, going to different ice cream shops. Now, maybe you'd say they had to persevere to keep going. I wouldn't think that's perseverance. You just want to be able to go do that. Uh, now, some examples that require multiple efforts or much perseverance to accomplish. What are some things that are really tough and that we have to persevere? Losing weight. That probably would be almost the number one. What? Quit smoking, yes. What? Trying to sleep. If you're having trouble, yeah, keep it on. Susan can identify. Yeah, all right. Yes? Playing an instrument. That's right. I took about three or four piano lessons. That's why you never see me at the keyboard. Playing a sport. That's right. We can all go out maybe and play, but if we're going to progress and get good. We need to keep at it and persevere. I can't tell you how long I shot baskets at my goal in my yard, but I never was good enough to make the first string. What else? Learning a new job, right? Learning a new language. Do you know that in only a certain, <laughs> only a few weeks you can converse in some language if you get the right course? Uh, what did you say? 
Rooting for the Steelers, you have to persevere. The Pirates, you even do more. <laughs> Go ahead, Heather. Keeping your temper. All right, you have to work at that. And in all of these things, as we, we go through those struggles, uh, some of the songs that we sang, we talked about on Christ the solid rock I stand, uh, all other ground is sinking sand. It's in Him, and, and so we trust in Him that He enables us to persevere in lots of life storms, or even thinking of the oceans that will keep our eyes above the waves. We're talking about our trust in the Lord, our trust in Him. Now, when I think of perseverance, I think of an example. Ryan Shazier, overcoming a devastating injury that took place in 2017. This uh, picture that I got off of a news site was uh, older. I think it was last year sometime that I saw that. Uh, it's now a little over six years. But in December of 2017... Shazir was injured during a play on the field as he was making a tackle against the Cincinnati Bengals, or as Myron Cope used to say, the Bungles, uh, for those who knew Myron Cope. I know Pastor Landon wouldn't like that one either, but I'm sorry. Uh, he suffered, uh, Shazir suffered a spinal contusion that called for spinal stabilization surgery. What did the future possibly hold him. Now, this is a picture of him in his heydays. He, this isn't after the injury, uh, or I should point there. April of 2018, so just uh, five months after his injury, he very slowly walked on stage to announce the 28th selection of the NFL draft for the Steelers when they selected Terrell Edmonds. And that was an amazing sight. I didn't watch any of the rest of the draft, but I wanted to watch and see him coming out. Uh, in November of 2018, Shazir jogged for the first time since his injury, so 11 months later. Now, I don't know what, how fast that jog was, but he did, they did say he jogged. In May of 2019, he married Michelle Rodriguez and was able to dance at their wedding. These are huge accomplishments. Also, during 2019 at nearby Laurel High School, uh, player Hayden Hamilton suffered a severe injury that paralyzed him. Ryan Shazier reached out to Hayden to encourage him. Uh, and Hamilton remembers Ryan relaying the advice of his own doctors, and this was the advice. Keep pushing and never give up. In 2021, using a walker, Hayden Hamilton walked at his own high school graduation. That took great fortitude. Uh, Ryan Shazier is an example of great perseverance, of refusing to give up. A very famous quote uh, from Winston Churchill, a tough British prime minister during World War II when he was asked to go and speak to a group of students and give them talk about success. He said, never, never Never give up. The Apostle Peter would agree. On top of doing what is good and right, he calls us to persevere. Even when we actively choose to follow God's will, we find times where we're tempted to give up or tempted to stop pushing forward. Uh, maybe just to relax, let down our guard, give in. The enemy of our soul whispers, you're tired. 
It's hard to always do right. You need a rest. Just relax. And when we begin to relax, he adds, by the way, you would really enjoy letting loose and doing something that we know we shouldn't. We must say no to Satan and keep on doing the good things. On a radio interview, including a refugee from Ukraine, a woman told of her family's difficult decision to flee the country. Her brother had died due to a lack of medical care because the hospitals were under attack. Then her parents decided that the family must flee. The woman said that it was very hard for them to leave, but her parents made the right decision. And the interviewer responded, sometimes right decisions are hard. Sometimes right decisions are hard. Sometimes in the midst of the battle of our lives, we get tired. We get tired with the fight. Why should we resist any longer? Why keep pushing forward? Why stay on the straight and narrow uh, with Christ? Why not just go the way of the world? Just give in. But no, as Peter tells us, we must persevere. We must persevere. As the reporter said, right decisions are sometimes hard. Then what is perseverance anyway? Bearing up courageously under trial. Choosing to do what is good and right even when and especially when it is hard. What are the struggles that you're experiencing these days? Though you pretend on the outside that everything is going well, what trials are you experiencing on the inside? I remember a woman some years ago who was struggling over and over again with physical illnesses, complicated by financial problems, family dysfunction, and things were just seeming to go from bad to worse. And she said, if this is what being a Christian is like, I don't want to be a Christian anymore. She was tired. She was exhausted. The battle was all-consuming. She was ready to give in. Maybe you felt that way. Maybe the struggle just seemed to be too much. Remember the advice of those who've been there, done that, and bought the t-shirt. Keep pushing and never give up. We have these words from Scripture. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles us. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, Jesus endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of God, at the throne of God. So we recognize, we are to recognize and sort of identify that sin that so easily trips us up. There are some things that maybe we don't have a problem with, but there are others that can just nail us again and again. So recognizing them and then intentionally set aside the things that are holding us back and run with perseverance or endurance that race that is set out before us, all the while keeping our focus on Jesus. When a runner is running, they're to keep their eyes on that finish line. They're to, to be and run through the tape. Our finish line is Jesus. We are to keep our eyes on him and run into his open arms. 
Galatians 6, verse 9, uh, which Corinne read for us this morning. Uh, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Brothers and sisters, though the road is long and sometimes treacherous, don't lose faith. Don't grow weary. Don't give up. Instead, persevere, continue, push forward in your life of faith. For in due time, we will reap if we do not grow weary and give up. Are you feeling weary? Are you tired of sparring constantly and getting punched over and over again? Do you sometimes feel like throwing in the towel? Brothers and sisters, keep pushing and never give up. Persevere, endure, keep on keeping on by the strength of God's Holy Spirit. You're not called to live the Christian life as an isolated person, completely on your own. God's wonderful Holy Spirit comes to live in us and to fill us and empower us so that we can live for Jesus. God's precious family of believers, the church, your church family, is given so that we might walk this road together. From the book of Ecclesiastes, if one can overpower him who is alone, two can resist him. A cord of three strands is not quickly torn apart. So together, by God's grace, we persevere. I want to encourage you to persevere, to push on. And when it feels as if you just can't go any further, one, cry out to Jesus. And two, talk to your brother or sister in Christ. Let them know of the struggle so we can be together. We can pray. We can encourage each other. We can lift each other up. We can come alongside. Lord, would you meet us in this time, in this place? And when we sing in a few moments, we'll give opportunity for you to respond, maybe to seek God's forgiveness for the times that you've given up. You've given in. So that you might come and declare your intention to persevere day by day in your walk with Jesus. Maybe it's not so much of the failures to do that, but just haven't been intentional. We invite you to come and be intentional to dedicate your walk to Jesus, to push on and not give up. And we invite you to join together with brothers and sisters in Christ so that together we might overcome and persevere. There are many who would be happy to pray with you that we together would persevere and endure and grow and serve and uh, be victorious for Jesus. I'm inspired when I hear stories of perseverance like Ryan Shazir, people from Ukraine, people from other nations in conflict, Or when I read stories of Christian martyrs, I'm blessed by their heroic perseverance, even in the midst of tribulation. Perseverance in the face of trial is a powerful testimony of the truth of the gospel. When we persevere, people can see Jesus in us. By your faith, by your walk, be a living testimony for Jesus.